Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. I love the rarefied air of heaven. Well, my guest heard from God. He heard about the next outpouring of miracles that could very well be not just the next, but the greatest, and not just the next and the greatest, but the last outpouring of miracles before Jesus comes. And he heard, well, I just heard something. I just heard that someone's neck has been healed and someone's back has just been healed and pain in the hip area around here. You've just been healed. And he heard from God that many, if they don't do what God is going to explain to you, will miss this great outpouring of miracles. You know, when my guest, Robert Gage, was age 11, oh, you provoked me to such jealousy. I mean, when I was 11, I didn't know my left hand from my right hand. He, he was raised in a Pentecostal home, and at age 11, he was filled with the Holy Spirit, but way beyond filled with the Holy Spirit. He could not speak English for how long? About a day. Couldn't actually speak in English, yeah. That, that is, that's wonderful. <laughs> what, what do you think about that? <laughs> I, did, did, were your parents concerned? Were you concerned? Well, actually what happened is I went to a youth meeting and uh, just went with the intention of just being there at the youth meeting. And in, during the youth meeting, they began to pray for people to actually receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And of course, I didn't know really what the infilling of the Holy Spirit was. Even coming from a Pentecostal home. Even coming home. from a Pentecostal home, I really didn't have an understanding because it wasn't regularly taught within our church. Uh, we were taught, as, as adults were taught, you know, we need the, the infilling of the Holy Spirit. But as an 11-year-old boy, uh, really didn't have an understanding of that. So I went to this youth meeting, and they began to pray for people to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And uh, I remember just because they were laying hands on people, I thought that was what you were supposed to do. So I went up and laid my hands on people. And uh, I remember this one lady in front of me, as she was praying for people to be filled with the Holy Spirit, she was shaking. And so I thought, well, that's what you're supposed to do. So as a little 11-year-old boy, I just started shaking as I was praying for people. And uh, then uh, the next thing I know, she turned around 
And she exclaimed this to everybody that was there. I believe this little boy right here can get baptized in the Holy Spirit. And so she began to pray for me, and they all began to pray for me, and I got baptized in the Holy Spirit. I went home that night. I could not speak in English. Uh, the only way I could really respond to my mother and father is just with a grunt. I went to bed speaking in tongues that night. Anytime I would open my mouth to say anything, tongues would come out. The next morning, it continued, even after I woke up, and I didn't really know exactly what all was going on, but I knew that I had had a genuine experience, a supernatural experience with God. Well, it's so wonderful because that's a super, tongues is a supernatural language that you speak from your spirit, not from your mind, and you say things and pray things that God wants you to be praying. You might have been praying for your child that the doctor said were dead inside your wife when she was pregnant, your little girl. Well, that's correct. You know, of course, we don't know exactly what we're praying for whenever we pray in the Holy Spirit, but that's an interesting story and an interesting uh, thing that took place. As it was a supernatural experience once again. Uh, my wife and I had actually received some prophetic words about having a daughter who would be a dancer in the house of the Lord. And this, uh, back in February of 1988, is when we received those words. And then what began to take place is we received some other confirming words uh, the next month in March. And uh, then we found out my wife was pregnant. Not long after that, she began to bleed very heavily. Uh, she went to the doctor, very concerned. Of course, we'd already confirmed that she was pregnant. And uh, the doctor uh, said, you have a blighted ovum. And basically what had taken place is pregnancy had happened and literally the embryo had died within the sac and there was no life, there was no heartbeat, there was absolutely no uh, sign of life whatsoever. And uh, she called me from the doctor and said, the doctor said that I have a blighted ovum and they want to do a DNC uh, procedure. What should we do? And I told her, I said, we're not going to do anything other than we're going to believe the word of the Lord and we're going to stand in war, a good warfare with the prophecy that we have concerning the, our child. And the prophecy was that right. she was going to be a dancer. Today, she right. got healed. Right. She was delivered, normal. Right. Is she a dancer today? She, Tell me about yes. her dancing. Well, she, when she grew up, uh, first of all, she was born. And then as she grew up, she became a dancer. She became a competitive dancer. Today, she actually heads up our arts and uh, dance ministry at our church. And uh, God is using her in a tremendous way. She Tell stands up, prophesies the word of the Lord. Wow. Tell me about your understanding of the new covenant. Well, you know, of course, I think there's some misunderstanding of the New Covenant and what actually that is. Of course, we know that the New Covenant was ratified with the very blood of Jesus. Some have taken that to, to mean that because Jesus came, therefore, the Ten Commandments are no longer relevant for us. But what I find and that what I've taught people is that the Ten Commandments are still relevant for us today as New Covenant believers. Jeremiah talks about this and he says that uh, there's a new covenant that would come. And this is, of course, before the new covenant actually had come, before Jesus had come. And he actually says that that covenant is going to be different in this way, uh, that the law 
of God is going to be written upon our hearts. So one of the things we have to understand is that in the New Covenant, it didn't separate us from the Ten Commandments. As a matter of fact, it actually tied them to us even to a greater level because now the law is no longer just written on a tablet of stone and imposed. Now the law is written upon my heart and it now motivates me to live righteously. It motivates me to live a lifestyle of holiness before God. What, what did... Jesus tell the rich young ruler. Well, the rich young ruler came to Jesus and asked him a question concerning what do I need to do to inherit eternal life? And it's very interesting Jesus' response. And his response was this, keep the commandments. Keep the commandments. The commandments, of course, that he was referring to was actually the Ten Commandments. So Jesus actually said this, the way that you experience abundant life, the way that you experience Zoe, is by keeping the commandments. And so Jesus in no way ever uh, disavowed any of the Ten Commandments. As a matter of fact, Jesus rearticulated them. And not only that, but Jesus took them to the next level. I, I want you to go to the next level. I want you to have abundance in every area of your life. You are going to when you capture this revelation. I'll be right back. We'll be right back. It's supernatural. Reserve your place and get ready to experience Israel, the land of the supernatural with Sid and Joyce Roth. April 27th through May 6th, the flowers are in bloom and the land is calling your name. Visit the Mount of Olives, the Garden of Gethsemane, Calvary, and take communion at the Garden Tomb. Visit the Upper Room, Qumran, the home of the Dead Sea Scrolls, and receive ministry as you travel across the Sea of Galilee. If you like, you can be baptized in the Jordan River, the Jewish way, the way Jesus was baptized, and so much more. The price for this 10-day journey includes round-trip airfare from New York City, all taxes, all tips are included. Don't miss out on going with Sid Roth on this Israel tour for this special low price. Please specify the Sid Roth Israel trip when you call or visit SidRoth.org forward slash Israel. We now return to It's Supernatural. I want you to find out the rabbinic understanding behind the way Jesus, when He said, if you'll do these two commandments, you'll fulfill the law. There was a rabbinic understanding. Explain that. Well, actually, there was the Pharisees that came to Jesus and the lawyers came to Jesus and they asked Him, what is the greatest commandment? And of course, He said, the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And He said, the second one is to love your neighbor as yourself. And what was understood by Jewish theologians is that the Ten Commandments, they were originally written on two tablets. And the first tablet actually had to do with loving God and our relationship with the Father. And the second one had to do with loving our neighbor as ourself. So whenever Jesus actually said these two commandments, He was actually re-emphasizing re and reinforcing all of the Ten Commandments because whenever you love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, you keep the first tablet. And whenever you love your neighbor as yourself, you keep the second tablet. And, you know, I, I'm Jewish, and I never understood that revelation. So he was actually affirming the Ten Commandments rather than say just love, 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 and forget them. Right. <laughs> well, tell me the revelation God gave you 
uh, on the first commandment. Well, the very first commandment, of course, is to have no other gods before Him. And I think a lot of times people have looked at the Ten Commandments solely from an aspect of don't do this, don't do that. But actually for every commandment it can be stated in an affirmative way. For instance, have no other gods before me is actually also stated by make me the priority of your life. It means the exact same thing. Well, Jesus actually said that. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So the whole purpose for the very first commandment is this. God desires to bless us. So He wasn't giving us commands in order to cramp our style or make our lives difficult. He was giving us these commands in order to keep us from difficulty and to, to create an avenue whereby He could release blessing within our lives. Tell me about the second commandment. Well, the second commandment, of course, is that you're not to have any idols. And uh, of you course, know, I've, I've wondered about that because right. most people don't have idols today. Exactly. exactly. And uh, of course, we have to understand that the purpose of the second command was not in order to prohibit somebody from creating a sculptured item. The purpose of the second commandment had to do with worship hmm. because it went on to say, and you'll not bow down to them. And the words that are translated bow down, it's one Hebrew word that throughout the book of Psalms is repeatedly uh, translated worship. So the second commandment has to do with worship. It's all about worship. It's about the mandate of worshiping God. So the second commandment isn't just uh, don't bow down to an idol. It is a commandment that we are to worship Him and to worship Him only. It's very interesting whenever you see Jesus and He is led into the wilderness to be tempted by the right. devil. And of course the devil comes and says, hey, Jesus bow down to before me and I'm going to give you all the kingdoms of this world. And uh, Jesus, what he does is he then quotes and rearticulates the second commandment by saying, you will worship the Lord your God only and him will you serve. And so he is quoting once again the second commandment. Think about this. He's actually using the second commandment to overcome the temptation of the devil. And this is what's so powerful about it. The Bible says that as soon as he said that, and of course I believe that Jesus did more than just say that. I believe that Jesus actually practiced what he said. I believe Jesus took an opportunity at that moment in time just to lift his hand and say, Father, I worship you. I worship you only. I give you glory. I give you praise. And the Bible says that. That from that point, the devil left him. See, because there's oh, power. Wait, wait a second. Did you get that? Yeah. You, want, you, know, you want the demonic things that are affecting your life? Do you want them gone? Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. Worship. Yeah. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And again, one of the greatest ways that I believe we can worship God is through a lifestyle of obedience. Ah, <laughs> you thought it was just this. No. Yeah. I want obedience and not sacrifice. You, are you ready for the revelation that God gave Robert on how you can participate in the next, in the greatest, and perhaps the last miracle revival in history? Be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural! 
now revealed as an ancient Jewish key that releases a new level of supernatural grace and power into your life. Call now to get Robert Gay's anointed book, Next Level, Raising the Standard of Grace, and his two-part audio CD teaching new levels of intimacy with God, plus this unique depiction of the Ten Commandments suitable for framing. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9205. Through this anointed book and audio CD teaching series, you will learn what the Ten Commandments look like through the eyes of grace. Understand that Jesus wrote the Ten Commandments upon our heart to take us to a higher level than when they were just written on stone tablets. Receive an impartation to love God and others more than ever before. Walk in a new level of intimacy with the Lord. Find out how a New Testament revelation of the Ten Commandments is the supernatural key to an abundant life. You will also receive this unique depiction of the Ten Commandments suitable for framing as a reminder that you have entered into the next level of activating grace in your life. Don't miss out on getting Robert Gay's anointed book, Next Level, Raising the Standard of Grace, and his two-part audio CD teaching new levels of intimacy with God, plus the Ten Commandments suitable for framing. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9205. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9205 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or right today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Now, a normal pastor doesn't teach, because they're not normal according to the Bible, in my opinion, uh, about the Ten Commandments. Uh, did you teach much series and things on the Ten Commandments before God spoke to you? Well, Sid, I really didn't. As a matter of fact, I occasionally I would mention the Ten Commandments and never had actually uh, did an entire series on the Ten Commandments nor the importance of the Ten Commandments uh, because really just didn't, didn't have a revelation. And, you know, to be honest with you, they just seemed a little religious. And uh, I think that's probably the sentiments maybe of a lot of pastors today. They just seem like outdated, you know, we don't need to teach, do this. And uh, well, well, I hear a lot of people, uh, when Jesus said we're no longer under the law, of course, he was talking about the laws of animal sacrifice and the laws in the temple, etc. cetera. Uh, but what do you say about no longer under the law? Well, first of all, I say as far as the moral law that we see contained in the Ten Commandments, every single one of the Ten Commandments are re-articulated throughout the New Testament. They're re-articulated by Jesus. They're re-articulated by Paul. They're re-articulated by James. And so all of these uh, the apostles definitely wouldn't be re-articulating these commandments if they were not relevant to us today. And, of course, we read how that love fulfills the law. And, so, of course, the question I have is how can love fulfill a law that doesn't exist or that is not relevant? And so we have to come to the understanding that the Ten Commandments are relevant for us. They, are, they need to be preached. They need to be taught today because they are a key to experiencing the life of God, and not only the life of God, but I believe that, that the obedience to those commandments actually align us for the manifestation of the supernatural power of God in ways like we never have seen before. Speaking of that, God has shown you that in the United States and in Israel, there'll be a mighty miracle revival, but something could abort it on individuals. What did He show you? Well, I believe there's a tidal wave 
of revival, a tidal wave of anointing, a tidal wave of the power of God that is being released. I'm ready. Are you ready? (laughs) Yeah, I believe we're all ready. We are ready. But, you know, one of the things that we have to do, uh, let me back up. The question is not as to whether or not it's the will of God. The question is this, are we willing to align ourselves properly so that God can do this and release it within our lives. And you know, you can see throughout the Bible how that the supernatural was always released in the lives of those who obeyed what they were told to do, what God commanded them. You know, you think about Naaman, for instance. Well, he would have not been healed had not he obeyed. And so it's very important that we understand uh, the importance of obedience, the importance of adherence to God's commands. And as we do that, that brings forth an alignment within our lives that releases the hand of God uh, in a supernatural manner for us. Actually, Jesus, as you teach, rose the bar on the Ten Commandments rather than just cutting them out of the Bible. Exactly. Grace does not lower the standard. Grace raises the bar. It takes it to the next level. Because Jesus said, you know, you've heard, don't commit adultery, but I'm telling you, don't even look that way. And he addresses the actual root issue within the heart of man. And see, that's what grace comes to do. Uh, because we're new creations in Christ Jesus, now the law is written on our hearts and we're empowered. Grace does not excuse us. Grace empowers us to do what is right and what is holy before the Lord. Okay. Uh, Jesus said in the last days, many will say, Lord, Lord, didn't I do these things? Mm -hmm. What did he tell us? Well, he actually said to those, he said, many are going to come to me and say, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Have Have we not done these things? He said, but I'll say to them, Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Lawlessness is the word that Jesus actually used. And lawlessness is to live void of law, to live void of any parameters, any rule. Uh, And so we have to understand law's not bad. Law's good. Uh, We need law. Uh, And, of course, we need the law of God, the law of the Spirit. Paul talked about the law of the Spirit. And that is what we begin to live our lives by. Tell me, wait a second, you're a prophet. Mm-hmm. I charge you right now mm-hmm. to look at the people at home and move in the gift God has given you. Well, Sid, I sense there's somebody right now who's had issues in their sinus cavity. I see like growths in the sinus cavity. And right now the hand of the Lord is upon you and God is healing you. There's a supernatural manifestation that is taking place within your life right now. I sense there's somebody here that's been standing and believing for children. I I hear a a child's name, Danny, a a son that you've been believing God for. And uh, the the Lord is saying to you that you can rest assured that he is working in Danny's life. I see a call of God on this young man's life and God's going to cause him to come in. You're about to receive a phone call from him and God's going to restore the relationship that was broken. He is a restorer of the breach and God loves you and he's going to begin to bring forth that supernatural manifestation within your life. Tell me about that car salesman in your church. I mean, what what types of things have people moved to the next level in in your congregation as you've taught on this? Yes, well, this gentleman that was in our church was a used car salesman, and may I say, he was the stereotypical used car salesman. And uh, and he was, uh, you know, basically just wanted to make a buck. However, it didn't matter what type of things he had to do in order to make a buck, he would. 
But anyway, he began to come to the church. He began to receive this teaching. I was teaching uh, on how that Jesus raised the bar, takes the commandments to the next level, how that you didn't need to live your life as one who stole. You could live your life as a giver rather than a taker. And he began to put these principles into practice. He began to tithe, began to give offerings, began to sow. And uh, today now, God has totally done a revolution within his life. Today, he actually owns a million-dollar business. And God is blessing him to such a great degree. As a matter of fact, they tithe on everything that comes into their business. God is blessing them in a tremendous way. And it's all because he began to take these, uh, th this understanding of the Ten Commandments, of even uh, learning how to live as a giver. Of course, part of that means you bring the tithe. In order to not steal, you have to bring the tithe. You have to begin to bring the give. offerings to the Exactly, give to, uh, to the Lord. And as he began to do this, God began to bless him. He released abundant life with him just like he told, Jesus told the rich young ruler, if you'll keep the commandments, you're going to experience life. You'll experience Zoe. Well, he began to do this, and God has blessed him tremendously. I have a question for you. Are you involved in lawlessness? Do you steal like that used car salesman? Do you lie? Are you involved in sex outside of marriage? Are you involved in homosexuality? Are you involved in pornography? Are you involved in new age? Are you lawless? Are you stealing the worship that God is entitled to? Well, the Bible says to believers in the Messiah, if you confess your sins, Talking to believers, I tell you. Mm -hmm. He's just. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's just. And faithful. Oh, he's faithful to forgive you of all. A-L-L. -L, all unrighteousness. And if you don't know the Messiah, I mean, what are you waiting on? Tell him you're sorry. Believe that he's forgiven your sins. Ask him to be your Lord and live inside of you. It's that simple. But where we are in history, if you're lawless, if you don't know God, you don't know bad English, but it's the way I feel. You don't know nothing. You don't know nothing. Make Jesus your Lord and, oh, sinuses, uh, allergies. Does God show you anything on allergies? Uh, I, I believe there's healing. There's anointing. There is oil that is flowing right now. For there's allergies oil. of all kinds, breathing problems, in Jesus' name, yep. take it. It's yep. yours. Mm -hmm. Now revealed is an ancient Jewish key that releases a new level of supernatural grace and power into your life. Call now to get Robert Gay's anointed book, Next Level, Raising the Standard of Grace, and his two-part audio CD teaching new levels of intimacy with God, plus this unique depiction of the Ten Commandments suitable for framing. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9205. Jesus took every commandment that we find in the Ten Commandments. He took them to the next level, and as we begin to operate at that next level, it begins to open up doors of the supernatural manifestation of the power of God within our lives. Through this anointed book and audio CD teaching series, you will learn what the Ten Commandments look like through the eyes of grace. Understand that Jesus wrote the Ten Commandments upon our heart to take us to a higher level than when they were just written on stone tablets. Receive an impartation to love God and others more than ever before. Walk in a new level of intimacy with the Lord. Be empowered to walk in victory over sin. 
Receive supernatural power to remove limits in your life. Find out how a New Testament revelation of the Ten Commandments is the supernatural key to an abundant life. You will see that abundant life manifested in every arena of your life, every arena of your family, every arena that God desires to bring you forth in. You will also receive this unique depiction of the Ten Commandments suitable for framing as a reminder that you have entered into the next level of activating grace in your life. Don't miss out on getting Robert Gay's anointed book, Next Level, Raising the Standard of Grace, and his two-part audio CD teaching new levels of intimacy with God, plus the Ten Commandments suitable for framing. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9205. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9205 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or or right today. Next week on It's Supernatural. My guest is the last living link to the greatest revival to ever hit America. And he says that a greater revival is about ready to come. He has an anointing that he wants to transfer to whosoever is hungry. Is that you? Yeah.